What's up, everybody? Welcome to an NBA episode, special Monday episode of the NBA show. I'm your host, Laura Antonio. On the Laura Antonio Sports Talk podcast, today we're going to talk about Game 5 of the NBA Finals and talk about Games 3 and 4, recap of the 2019 NBA Finals. So, Daniel, how's it going, my man? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. So, with that being said, let's start off with recapping Games 3 and 4 of the 2019 NBA Finals. So, Tell me what your overall thoughts were in those two games. I mean, from an overall perspective, just wow. I mean, first of all, can't. I mean, obviously can't to get too excited. It's not over yet, but one, and it's all the Raptors need. And just thinking about like, like just like how it unfolded. They stole the They stole those games from Golden State in their in their arena. Um, games game three, game three. I mean, I was. Thompson was out, so it was expected that Curry was going to pretty much carry his whole team. And that's the case. Curry scored 47 points. He literally scored almost half his team's points. But it's just the Raptors' depth overall that that was superior because of the likes of Danny Green showing up, Marcus Gasol showing up, Lowry put up, I believe, 23 points. I think. Uh, Leonard, you know, Kawhi, you know what he's going to do. <coughs> just, the, uh, just the depth in Game 3, that reigns superior to just the superstar that Curry is. And for game four, um, it was bad the first half. It was bad the first half. I mean, I think the Raptors shot or made just two three-pointer, two out of their 17 three-pointers in the first half. So it was looking pretty bad. But then when second second half started and Kawhi made us two, three, like, stri- like straight away, he just made two quick three-pointers. You just knew, like, in a, just within a snap, that they were rolling. That's all they needed. That's all the momentum that they needed. And from there, they carried on and stole, like, stole those wins from Golden State. And now they're up 3-1. It's really crazy thinking about it. Yeah, absolutely. So, with that being said, um, <laughs> with that being said, everybody, um, so with that being said, um, let's talk about, let's preview game five of the 2019 NBA Finals. So, the Raptors are one win away from wrapping this all this thing up. And and for the Warriors side, if they get Kevin Durant back, I could see this going at least until Game Seven. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, like I said, we shouldn't make assumptions despite all the hype that Canada, like pretty much the country of Canada, has right now, and the fans camping outside Jurassic Park. I'm not sure if you saw. I'm pretty sure you saw. Like they've been camping outside Jurassic Park ever since Game Four. At the end, at the end of Game Four. You know, it's still scary thinking thinking what the Warriors are going to do. They're the defending champions. They've won championships for a reason, and what, and I know, like I knew Kevin Durant was coming back because they're gonna they're gonna throw everything. Warriors are gonna throw everything that they have, even if Durant is not hundred percent. They're gonna throw him out there. So I I know I know he's he's gonna play. If he doesn't play, I will be heavily shocked, but I think he will. And if he does, when he, I say when he does play. Um, it's gonna be scary. It's gonna be really scary. You're gonna have a almost a f- almost almost full healthy Warrior squad, you know, with five pretty much five All Stars at the starting lineup. Um, yeah, I should. I wouldn't be surprised if Warriors take this game. But with that said, I feel like I feel like the Raptors with the home crowd advantage and all that because that home crowd plays a huge advantage in in the playoffs. I feel like they Raptors have a really good at taking this championship tonight. Yeah, absolutely. So that 
So that so so with that being said, I pick. I'm gonna go on a limb here. I think if Kevin Durant plays, Warriors win this game, and they send this back to Oakland for a game six. I will say Raptors will take this mainly because who like even when Durant plays, like I said, he's not he's not. I'm pretty sure he's not gonna be 100 healthy. So who knows how much um, him sitting down will affect his performance? Will he would he rust or will he shine? And I'm going to take on the belief that he will rust and he will not do as good as he normally does. What were you saying? Um, I was saying how um, for Durant, we don't know he's hundred. We don't know if he's hundred percent healthy. So I think that with all like the games that he sat, I think he will rust. I think he will he will have a less than average performance. So my question, and I think that will be the reason why the Raptors. So my question for you about this NBA Finals is, do you think the Warriors have a chance to force a game six and seven back in Toronto? There's still a chance. There's still a chance with the Warriors. I mean, like, I mean, I'm like, this is what I still think the Raptors are, you know, they can be inconsistent at times. And, you know, I'm still scared of that. If the Raptors shoot really poorly, like we saw in game four, they shot really poorly in the first half, but they came back in the second half. But with that said, inconsistency still plays a factor for the Raptors. So if that's the chance, if that happens, if they play really bad, if they play inconsistently, then I think the Warriors have a chance to force game six and seven. Oh, absolutely. You're absolutely, uh, you're absolutely right about that. So with that being said, um, <coughs> let's talk about some other news and notes around the NBA. So, do you think um, for the Lakers, uh, do you think they'll trade the number four pick or they'll keep it? If they, if kept, who do you think they'll pick? For me, if they keep the pick, I, I have them targeting Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish? Um, <clears throat> I see the, I see the Lakers trying to trade that number four pick. I feel like they want to win now, especially with LeBron like at a peak of his prime, about to decrease actually in his prime. Um, and I feel like, you know, if they want to build that up, they're going to have to trade for that number four asset number four pick asset. But with that said, if they want to, I'll talk about two, two things. If they want to trade it, um, I mean, we can talk, we'll talk about it later on, like if you could trade to the Pelican, but also it's possible they can trade it to like, for example, the Knicks, who knows? Um, but if they keep it, I will say they will pick DeAndre Hunter because he's very versatile. He can play all five positions. And I feel like that's something the Lakers really need. Yeah, absolutely. So, so that being said, I'll tell you my mock trade package for the late for the Lakers. Uh, I think it's going to be, uh, I think the Lakers get Anthony Davis, and then the Pelicans receive the 2019 first round pick, fourth overall, and then the Lakers receive, jo- and then the Pelicans receive Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, and Mo Wagner. Mm, I see if if they if they if the Lakers can get AD to the team, I see the Lakers trading. Lonzo Ball, uh, Brandon Ingram. Uh, I will put Alex Caruso there. And I'll also throw the fourth overall pick, followed by probably one or two future first-round picks. Uh, who, who, what would you say again? What your trade package would be? My trade package, I say Lonzo Ball is going to be in there. Brandon Ingram, um, Alex Caruso, the fourth overall pick, and one or two future first-round picks. Okay, so, so with that being so that being said, uh, so that being said, uh, so that being said, uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about our reaction to Lionel Hollins joining the Lakers coaching staff under Frank Vogel. So, I think it's a good hire. 
I say, yeah, I say it's a good hire too. I say, I say it's a pretty decent hire uh, because I mean, Lion Hall, Lionel Hall, he brings that experience because the Lakers coaching staff already has, you know, they have Frank Vogel, Jason Kidd, who are already experienced head coaches. Now they bring back another another head coach who was pretty successful because Lionel Holland's coached the 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 grit and grind Grizzlies who made it to the to the Western Conference Finals, and he also did a decent job with the Nets while he was coaching there. So. I say he I say he brings that experience that the Lakers staff needed. But at the same time, Lionel Holland is a defensive head coach, and you already have Frank Vogel for that. And also Jason Kidd, who, who's also a defensive-minded coach. I say they need to find an assistant coach who's who's known for his offensive uh, tactics. And just Lionel Hollins, yeah, yes, he brings that experience, but they already have a defensive specialist in Frank Vogel. Uh, what do you think? They already have a defensive specialist in Frank Vogel, that's for sure. I think Lionel Hollins could really help with that offensive side of the ball. So, with that being said, uh, do you think Jeff Hornacek has a chance to join Jason Kidd in Lakerland? And do you think Brian Shaw is going to be retained on Vogel's staff or he'll join Luke Walton in Sacktown? I think Jeff Hornacek has a really good chance to join Lakers. Like I said, like I said Lakers need to find an offensive minor coach. And I feel like Jeff Hornacek brings that because even though he has a – iffy record you know it's just because he played with really bad teams like the like the Suns I believe and the Knicks um but still he was a former player who's really no, who was good for shooting and I feel like if Ornacek can join Lakertown um I feel like he will help with that with the, their three-point inefficiencies that the Lakers struggled um this season and in terms of Brian Shaw returning um, I'm not too sure. I will go on a limb and say he will join Luke Walton with the Kings. Yeah, maybe I, because he's from the area, from the Bay Area. So he's from Oakland. So I think it'd be he would be closer to home then. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that he doesn't have to go that, so that he could stay close to home in his Northern California home, and then he could just in the commute from Oakland to Sacramento is not that far. It's about a forty-five minute drive, you know. Yeah, yeah, that plays a factor. That'll play a factor, and plus, also like you know, all the experience with Luke Walton, I feel like that you know duo will help with the Kings. All right. So, final thoughts of the day is: I wouldn't be shocked if Toronto closes this series out today. But all in all. I think this is going to go to a game seven because expect Kevin Durant to be back out there today. Uh, my final thoughts. I'm hoping the Raptors win it. Maybe because I'm biased as heck. If they do win it, oh my goodness, it's going to, Canada is going to go insane. I will go insane. And, um, but with that said, I, I won't be surprised if Warriors do find a way to pull it off. So it shouldn't be too excited. All right. So with that being said, um, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you next week. Uh, you too.